0: This is Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Deep Dive with Dana Carvey. Hey, Dana. Glad to be here, Conan. It's a six part mini series where I, Conan O'Brien, along with occasional help from my assistant Sonam Obsession. Hi. And my producer, Matt Gorley. Hi. Go deep into the weeds with one of my favorite comedians and friends, Dana Carvey. Enjoy.
1: Fall is here. Back to school, ring the bell, brand the shoes, walk blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends.
0: Yes, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Hey, we're here again uh with one of my favorite people, uh Dana Carvey. Hey Dana. Dana's still doing that. <laughs> I didn't I uh, should mention Dana's on a respirator. <laughs> <laughs> Kubrick started it Kubrick, Kubrick started it. This isn't, right? this is this your that's your Kubrick homage. It's just making a slurpy <gasps> remember it's twenty minutes. he's going out to fix the thing. yes <sighs> two thousand one he's outside. He's fixing the thing and just noise.
1: Conan needs a friend. I beg to differ. I went to state college. Conan has a friend that's called me, Dana Flarfo. Conan needs more friends is a little more. Correct. Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. So State
0: College just took me on, huh? Harvard. And one. You were so Harvard. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Everything about you is Harvard. I hate that. <laughs> I, I, that's something about myself that I wish nobody knew that I had gone there. It's, a, it's become- it, Yeah. Because it doesn't help in comedy. It just does. I remembered early on uh, we had a- war- it, No, it doesn't. What about Jim Downey? No, no, no. I know. Al Franken. No, they're, they're very funny people that went there. Uh, I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that when people hear that about you, there's an assumption. Yeah, it's something you have to overcome. Elite. You have to be uh, much funnier to overcome the sense that people have that you're an mm. asshole. I think it's elite <laughs> and privileged. I want to talk. That really helps with comedy, doesn't it, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, here's a. You know, we had a warm-up guy early on, and this is back when the late-night show was brand new, and we didn't know what we were doing, and uh, we just. Told the guy who was the announcer, who I, th- who I believe was in his sixties at the time, and he just had that kind of voice. And he was the announcer. We had heard that announcers do the voiceover, mm-hmm. so we just told him to do the warm-up for the crowd. And I'd go out there, and the crowd always seemed kind of hostile, and I didn't know what was going on. And so one day, I listened Barbara. to his, I listened to his oh. warm-up and he would come out and go, "Now I want you all to behave. Our hosts very." <laughs> Very esteemed, <laughs> our our host went to Harvard oh, she's College, she's and the terrible. crowd would be like, "What?" And be like, "He worked very hard, and he wrote a thesis on the American South." And I'm like, "What kind of fucking warm up?" The crowd is, you know, he's never worked an honest day in his life. Please welcome a real
1: prick, Conan (laughs) O'Brien. The the spoiled privilege. We were talking about that a minute earlier, just about when I go to mics and stuff, and it's very nice, but young comedians will introduce me, and it's just so much wind-up the clown pressure, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat. This man brings it every time he shows up. You know him. He's part of your childhood. Is there anyone funnier? Dan (laughs) O'Farfield!
0: <laughs> you know, I have a no- Why won't you say Carvey? Why do you say Farfo? Because
1: no one got my name <laughs> right my entire early career. It was like Dana Garney, Donna, Donna Carno. <laughs> well, they know it now. You got to get over that. And they Dana, know your they, name, Dana.
0: Dana Farfo. Dana. <laughs> but you know what I love is people think they're doing you a favor, but he's like, we're going to bring out Dana. Yeah. And I defy you to find one second <laughs> that's, that's not, not the funniest genius. thing you've ever heard, and even if you do, feel free to shout a racist insult. Yes. <laughs> He'll make you
2: shit your pants and be glad about it. Bring him out, Dana Flarfo.
1: This is FitzCarvey. <laughs> <laughs> going going to names, I think you might appreciate this. Not hysterical, but I love the modern Dracula. We all, we sometimes people grew up with Bella Lugosi. Yeah. I'm Dracula. Yeah. So then the modern Dracula is like the Euro trash trench coat and the cool haircut. Yes, he got and, cooler. And he- they're like, what? Who, who are you? Who are you? They're scared. And they say, I'm Dracul. Yes. From Dracula to Dracul. It was, you're doing
0: the, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, my friend. Uh, um, Gary Oldman. Gary, Gary Oldman. Yeah, my yes. friend from the Oscars. Yes. Yeah. The Gary Oldman. Uh, Dracul. The- yeah, he was like, I'm Vlad. Dracul, and <laughs> yeah. uh, how and, do you spell that? D A R A C
1: U L A. why why is it so cool? I don't know. It's just Dracul. This is what I do. I talk like Dracul. I'm a Dracula man. Let me do this for you. Because I realize a lot of my stuff is because I'm passive aggressive, nice guy, and damaged from my childhood. So I do these aggressive things. I've known that about my you act. ever since
0: the day I met you.
1: Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> when did
1: you meet me? Did you write it down in a calendar? <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. There it is again.
1: But I use I love these movies. It's the late 19th century, the science symposium in London, and the guy is up, the scientist is up there in front of all of his peers. Is like, right. well, I propose. That mankind is actually descendant from a monkey. And then you hear all the hubbub and the guys. Oh poppycock. And then they always say, What you suggest is nothing short of madness. Which I love. (laughs) You offend man and God himself. And before they leave, they always say, Good. Day to you, sir. Which I is basically fuck you, sir. So I. It was their
0: version of it. It was their version of fuck you, sir.
1: You go to a laundromat. We don't have your jacket ready. What you suggest is nothing short of madness. (laughs) (laughs) You offend Mad and God Himself. Good day
0: to you, madam. one other thing, oh, fuck you, and fuck you, madam. <laughs> it's not <good> literally. <laughs> let's fornicate here on the
1: floor. Fuck me, madam.
0: Um, so uh, that know-
1: makes me happy because I'm a passive-aggressive nice guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're such a strange guy. <laughs> okay, let's talk about,
1: well, because well, it makes my brain happy. Everything I do, I know it's redundant for people who are fans of this, these miniature podcasts, but I like repetition.
0: No. Bra- makes my brain happy. You know, let's assume not everybody listens to everyone because studies have shown that Aww. they- No, studies have shown they listen to one and they decide I'll never do that again, but that's fine. Right. Um- one of the things that I've, I've known you for such a long time, I met you, I think, in 1988. And uh, I remember the, standing in the writer's room at Saturday Night Live when you walked in with Kevin Nealon, and you were mm-hmm. immediately incredibly nice and funny and uh, generous and sweet to me. Why Greatest not? Guy. Yeah, but- I felt
1: you were no threat. <laughs> I go, well, here's another guy off the bus. <laughs> it looks like I'll be in the cold opening for a
0: long time to come. <laughs> You probably did, but you know what's funny? You came it's out like,
1: and said, I'm from Harvard.
0: I did not. I know, go ahead. Um, but uh, but I, I've always loved that you, you are a very nice person, but you've got that thing inside that you are- you're, you have this inner aggression. Mm. You have this inner anger, and it comes out in the funniest ways. Like, you torment people. Like, you used to just torment John Lovitz all the time. I know. You'd torment John Lovitz. But he loved it. I, will, you know, John and I had this, we acknowledged the competition that we were in. Because he always wanted to be... He he was worried that you would surpass him as a star and you would get in his brain and fuck with him and, and he, fuck with and him he kinda and he kind of would love
1: it. I'd say, "John, your only job is to figure out if there's anything in the world of show business that I can't do." <laughs> <laughs> so he sees me up there doing the drum solos at Church late, and goes, he's right. What can't he do? <laughs> so I would tease him like that. And then when he left the show and he's doing movies, well, I just like to do my sketches in front of 20 million people. But that's just me. I'm a nut that way. And it used to drive him crazy. But John would come back at me. It wasn't just like he's in the corner crying. He loved that. No, you guys had a very
0: fun, it was fun to watch We were laughing our ass off. You would uh, torment him. He would try to torment you, but you would always come out on top. That's what I remember. And he wanted me to come out on top.
1: As Jeff Bridges said at the Golden Globes, "We're alive, man! We're alive!" <laughs> Greatest acceptance speech I've ever seen. Cecil to be the Miller Award. "We're alive, man!" <laughs> no cannabis had reached his brain. That's just who he is. You, so
0: he's constantly excited that he's alive.
1: I've talked to people who do movies with him and at the end they go in his trailer and I don't know if there's a couple drinks or whatever. They hold hands and they bounce up and down and he goes, "We're not dead
2: yet. We're not
1: dead yet." <laughs> We're alive! That's man. not true. Jeff Bridges does this. This is what I heard. Are we in for a lawsuit?
2: We're alive, man. Well, Conan.
0: No, it, oh, don't
1: future trip. Be here now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're with me. Have a Dana burger.
0: <laughs> I don't know where it's going. But no, but what a nice uh, outlook he has. I know. I love him. I think he's and, and you know, and the times I've run into him out just out in the world, he is that guy. He's really happy to see you. Mm-hmm. He's really happy eating. The sandwich he's eating—he's really happy. You feel it with yeah. the pigeon that just flew by. It's all yeah. good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I had some calamari a little while back, and then I had some Teeter topped three hundred of them. Dip them in the hot sauce. I don't always <laughs> use the ketchup; I use the hot sauce. But then I had some banana chips, And mini Kit Kat <laughs> bars, some peanut M M&M, and M, and sort of a dub bar 50-50 That's half vanilla, half orange sherbet That's a good old bar. There, you, you know what? People can't I see. I have to rub my stomach. People can't do Jeff see. Bridges,
0: you are you are not even rubbing your stomach yeah. you're rubbing under your nipples
1: <laughs> <laughs> sort well, it's, of it's kind of where you go morning I always tell people and I've done this this because we all live in this world of like we're living these crazy lives and you we see people on Instagram and they're normally celebrities on yachts yep you know and they're partying and even though I'm a millionaire I mean I'm incredibly rich um <laughs> So if I levitate the room today or play to dead silence, it has no effect on my life at all. I just drive <laughs> <right laughs> home, to be honest. But sure. It's, it's yeah, that's n- between
0: us. No, I'll, I'll yeah, never get out. But
1: I always say this. If you look at a celebrity and you're jealous, remember one thing. Celebrities have kidneys. And kidneys can fail. <laughs> <laughs> that's your big revelation that was my big revelation because I see someone I'm so jealous oh they got they got organs <laughs> and maybe they're not going to be operational all the time it's a little dark yeah it's very well, dark What isn't that special
0: uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw in one of those every 8.2 minutes <laughs> do you still is that the one you get requested it, it, after all these years um, do people still want to hear church lady church
1: lady Garth Chopin Broccoli George Bush Sr occasionally Ross Perot from my senior with snow on the top Top crowd. I had it. I did a little club the other night, and I got Chopped and Broccoli and the Church Lady.
0: And so that would be an older crowd that likes that, or young kids go for it too. Now, I, now that there's YouTube, they see they see that stuff, right?
1: Yeah, there's uh, my former assistant Julie May. Her son saw my '97 special, or anyway, where I do a, a grumpy old man as a as a baby like like you're like when you have a little toddler it's like you're being it's like you've adopted a hundred year old man you know mm-hmm. yeah don't don't try going to a movie because pretty soon I'm going to start crying <laughs> and so now the kid is using that against his parents he's like seven I'm going to start crying but I'm always flattered like I was saying a minute ago the only thing worse than having people yell out your hits is not having hits I know let's let that settle we don't have to rush this I know <laughs> I know <laughs> Life is good. I had a friend who's like, he's, his favorite expression is, it's all good, man. It's all good. I go, is it all good? Really? Isn't some of it kind of a shit show?
0: And he just says, it's all good. He's, it's, now, let me guess. Is he from Southern California or Arizona? One of those places where it's always warm? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Is that, did I offend you? What? Did I offend yes. someone? I thought oh, maybe I offended An Arizona no, person. Of well, Sona. Yeah. Both so, Matt
1: and I are from Southern California. Yeah, you're both from
0: Southern California and you both- Shallow. Sona, Sona Yeah. <laughs> In the shallow, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that we did it before. It's a funny song. In the shallow, <laughs> la, la, la. Yeah. But is that true, Sona? Is it true that you have more of a, hey, man, it's all good attitude, I and do. I'm from Boston, and no one has it, it's all good attitude we all think it's bad.
1: Well, you know, you make me happy I'm not from Boston.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cynicism is a comic
1: I'm gift sorry. and maybe no. you need someone to counteract that. That's probably why you guys work so well together. Yeah. Do we
0: work well together? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah.
1: Hey, I, I read know. some of the reviews and they mentioned the chemistry between you three. That's nice. Yeah. I noticed. I've been starting to re listen to the
0: episodes. It's combusted. wait. You, you've only started listening to them. I don't
1: listen or see anything. I'm like I'm just watched the
0: Sopranos or 2001. I don't really. So you or, don't. So you don't know what I've been up to since I left Sun Live in '91.
1: Not in particular. <laughs> so Conan, what you been up there to? It was masturbating, bear. Yeah.
0: And now, now you're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. No well, one's produced more. You just, you just think I'm a Simpsons writer that has a podcast. <laughs> you <laughs> Uh, I, love so you.
2: I love you in this platform, in this vehicle. If I was a talent manager, I would say that Conan has many skill sets. You know, my name is uh, Sammy Snokner. <laughs> and uh, Conan <laughs> O'Brien can operate on a lot of different platforms that you can monetize. And this is one area that I think this could be <laughs> some real mon- monetization.
0: Do you think I could, is there
2: other areas I could get into? Uh, you know, can you sing, kid? Can you sing with a guitar? We could monetize you there I can sing a little bit.
0: Button up your overcoat. When the wind blows free. Take good care of yourself. <laughs> you belong to me. de o de Yeah? What do you think? Uh I love it. Well, where'd the manager go? I thought the manager was gonna then oh. in- <laughs> want me or not want you me. You know,
2: we always like to monetize talent <laughs> You know, like with Elvis, he was a good-looking kid, and we monetized in the best way we can. With Colonel O'Brien, I think there's many platforms, plenty platforms and ways to exploit him, if you will, monetarily. One of them is the podcast because he's witty. He's got a self-deprecating wit that just falls right, it's like tomatoes out of a truck. You understand? <laughs> and <laughs> he's got tomatoes a toma- fall off a because truck? he looks like a tomato, quite frankly. There's an orangeish <laughs> thing about him, a sort of a pale, reddish tomato vibe about him, but I love to monetize Conan. You know, with the Conico and all the videos from 1991, they're still making coin. They're still making money. The kids are rediscovering. This him. guy, can
0: I ask you? This guy sounds like he has a ham, <laughs> an uncooked ham in his larynx. There's an uncooked ham in his larynx that he can't. Get I don't un- know why dislodged.
1: he came in here, Conan,
2: and is sitting next to me. What, <laughs> Sammy? You're hogging my mic. Please. Well, I didn't mean to hug you, Mike. I just want to say a little to Conan. I was here, and I, you know, I, I'm here with. Uh, Her name's Sona. uh, No, I was thinking I'm going to do what I call one of these short form, you know, history of Hollywood podcasts with Mark (laughs) Irvitz and other people. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, how the business has changed and platforming and, you know, sort of, uh, what you would call packaging, which you is know a what you controversial When you just name now.
0: dropped, uh, when you just name dropped, uh, uh Mark, Mark Gervitz, Fleurvitz. Mark Gervitz, you know who you pleased? No one. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think my brain went dead. <laughs> hey, he just name checked Mark Gervitz. Mm-hmm. He's a good, he's great. He's your agent, right? Agent manager. Or manager? Oh man, mm-hmm. what's the difference? I don't know.
1: I got my 10 percenters. Are you frightened of life, Conan? No, I'm not. You're not frightened, really. You don't have any fear of flying? Like, I'm terrible. I am very good at, uh,
0: uh, I think, giving it up to the higher authority. I'll try. uh, Meaning, uh, you know what frightens me, to be honest, and Mm. this isn't a bit? Uh, Things that are within my control frighten Mm. me. But things that are out of my control, I'm pretty good at saying, I don't know if that engine of that plane falls off that I'm mm. on, what what would I possibly do about it? And I do actually think a lot about how I, mm. as long as I'm not blamed, meaning at my funeral, right. if people say, hey, it wasn't his fault, Conan. I'm okay. Yeah, But if it was my fault, then uh, my death would be a so great shame. So you should never leave. get your pilot's license because then they're ostensibly, if the pilot's passed I, so out. Yeah, I would not
1: get a pilot's license. Yeah. I was just thinking, and again, this goes back to me being a baby boomer, but a friend and I once talked about Fear and really, we. I said that the movie star John Wayne, what his character, which is iconic, what I loved about it was not only was the character never afraid, he was furious at the idea. Of having any fear Mm -hmm. And that's where I'd want to get to Like not even just, you know So it'd be like him and Walter Brennan, you know We gotta, well Duke, we gotta take the submarine down We can't, it's gonna explode, Duke I said take her down, Pappy But Duke, we won't survive I said take her down You'll take her down,
0: Pappy I mean just, right, right. I want to be that But just accept, but he doesn't even accept For a second that I know, you know, John Wayne doesn't say I know it's risky. No. I know it's risky and we could lose our lives. He's he's angry. He's angry at
1: the idea of fear. Well, there's 10,000 Indians and two of us. Duke, I said attack, Pappy. You'll att-. And then I, we went to John Wayne as the Pope and sometimes I got doubts, Duke. You'll believe what I tell you to believe, Pappy. You know you'll believe and I'll show you to believe. But how, how do we know that uh, God really (laughs) you'll just believe what I tell you he exists Pappy don't make me do what I did last time (laughs) but he never says what that is don't make me do it again Pappy but Duke I'm scared
0: I'm scared Uh, this is way for it really is the the body and blood of Christ you think it really is (laughs) (laughs) well I think so hey a little doubt came in
1: a little (laughs) doubt came in um, so you have a problem with transubstantiation, eh? Your <laughs> <laughs> <Transinstamiation>. You're <laughs> head in a minute, Conan.
0: Yeah, it's weird. You're the Pope, and you can't say transubstantiation. That's Don't, really strange
1: to me. Isn't it cool that the Pope is really worried about poor people, and I think he sincerely is, but he lives in a billion-dollar house? That's oh, just it, fun.
0: Oh, yeah. And and also, everything he owns and sits on is bejeweled. <laughs> everything. It is everywhere. encrusted with jewels. See, were you raised Catholic, right? Oh, my God, yeah.
1: Super Catholic. Super Catholic. So is my wife. I was raised Lutheran where I—it's not even a joke. When I was in there, I could tell that most people— pretty much didn't believe it. Like, even the hymns were kind of agnostic. I'll believe if you believe. (laughs) I'll believe if you believe. On Sunday, I believe. By Wednesday, I have doubts. But Sunday, I believe again. Oh, I'll believe if you believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll believe if you believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, believe if, you believe. I'll all believe if you believe it. I'll believe if you believe it. I'll believe and you believe it.
0: So, oh, I have doubts, but I don't care. The other day I lost my underwear. This song is no longer about faith. I'm ruining Dana's bit. I'm being very silly. I'm a shit but, but, but. <laughs> No more stinking thinking
1: from Conan. You're great and you know it, going home and What? Going homing? From the Northeast. <laughs> I got some yeast in my crotch and grinding
0: in my toes. Oh, well, that's all the time we have today. It's true. My favorite lunch in school was beef au jus. Um, sorry. <laughs> is this an episode already? This is an episode. episode. Yeah, Are we you? wasted a lot of time. Did I? Huh? Is oh, it- but I had my plans in my paper. I've got my paper. <laughs> this is Dana. He has a paper that looks like he's had it for about oh 40 my years. God. Yeah. And he's written all these crazy little bits he wants to do. And you know what? He's afraid of just letting go and improvising well, in the world. Some
1: moment. people have so many ideas, they need to categorize <laughs> them. Others, their notepads are empty, barren. A crutch can (laughs) help
0: you, but a crutch can
1: hurt you. (laughs) Who can go higher on this character? I can get. We're
2: alive, man. That's all I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got to end every podcast with Jeff Bridges just reminding us that we're alive. We're alive, man. (laughs) Let's just be like a button that you push. And this has been Conan Flying. All right. I'm here with uh, Dana Carvey. That's the end of our uh, little mini episode. Tune in for another one. We're having a lot of fun, and no one's getting hurt.
1: Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, with Sonam Sessian and Conan O'Brien as himself.
0: Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Special thanks to Jack White for the theme song. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and the show is engineered by Will Beckton. in association with Earwolf. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, In every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Start clean with Clorox. Because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because...